a lot of times visualization meditations are challenging for me because I have a fantasia, which means I'm not able to create pictures in my mind's eye. I don't see them. I can know I can know what they look like or I can kind of feel into what they look like, but I don't actually see anything. And so I really appreciated that both Kate and Lainey, as they were leading us through these visualizations, this hypnosis, these healings, they were really mindful of that and the language that they used. And they would say things like see or feel or know that there is this, you know, image there. Um, which felt really inclusive and just made me feel like, okay, yes, I can still do this even if I can't see it because uh, sometimes otherwise visualizations can kind of get lost on me. It can kind of feel like, okay, this isn't necessarily working for me or this isn't for me. To all who come to this happy podcast, welcome. This is Spiritually Ever After, the place where Disney meets wellness and spirituality. I'm your host, Kitty Pacman spiritual mentor, licensed therapist, and major Disney person. This is the place where the magic of spirituality, self-awareness, and personal development meets the magic of Disney. You are safe to be your full magical self here. Now let's dive in. Welcome back. I am your host, Kitty Pacman, and I am very excited to have you here as we do a recap of the Outside the Lines retreat that I just attended in Disney World by Kate Apple. So if you didn't listen to the last episode of Spiritually Ever After, this was my third retreat in about a year and a half and my first time back in Disney since 2018. And I highly suggest that you stay until the end of the episode because I have a big, very, very exciting announcement And if you haven't seen it yet already on social media, I would love for you to stay and hear all about it because you might be interested. So I'm just going to go through each day of the retreat and just kind of recap kind of a little bit of what we did and what was going through my experience and how I was processing all of it. Um, And then as well as kind of what I've done in the days since, I always take my time integrating after a retreat and it always, especially this time around, with Scorpio season and these eclipses and all of it. it's It's been uh, an interesting integration period to say the least, um, but I'm grateful I've been able to have some time off and things so that I could really process all of it. So the first day of the retreat was last Wednesday and I had a early flight, which is what we always did when we were younger going to Disney World. And there's just this energy in the airport when you take an early flight, let alone if you're taking an early flight to Disney, it's like everyone's buzzing. <laughs> and then, of course, you get to the gate and I forgot that the, the gates to Orlando tend to be lots of young children. So I was lucky I didn't have too many really upset children on either of my flights or in any of the, you know, at least near me in the airport. But I know that that can definitely be a thing when you're flying to and from Orlando. <laughs> So I flew down and um, I was able to meet up with one of the other girls going on the retreat in the airport and we took an Uber down to Disney Springs. We wanted to kind of make the most of our time and the retreat didn't start until later in the afternoon that first day. So we had earlier flights so we figured we would just go over to Disney Springs and we thought that there was somewhere that we could kind of like check our bags at Disney Springs or leave them. 
but there was not. So we had to bring our bags. And I, of course, I guess, I don't know, of course, if you know me, you know, I always pack very heavy. So I had a huge suitcase that I had checked and then a carry-on. And luckily my sister and her husband had let me use their new wonderful rolly suitcases. Otherwise I would have been struggling big time with them through Disney Springs. Um, and we did have to have the security guards go through all of our bags and, you know, really go through them. So that was an interesting experience, but it was funny and it just kind of added to the start of all of it. And the weather was beautiful. We got so lucky. It was actually a little chilly that first day coming from New York, of course, we didn't mind it at all. And it was beautiful to us, but everyone down there was saying how cold it was. And we actually kind of needed a jacket or a sweatshirt, which was really nice. And at least for me, I'm always warm. So I always appreciate when it's kind of warm in the sun, but it's got a little bit of a chill to it when there's a breeze. And that was exactly what it was that day. So we were really lucky. We got to walk around Disney Springs and just see all of it, take some pictures And then we met up with one of the other girls coming on the retreat, as well as her sister. And we went and had lunch at Terralina Crafted Italian, which was very, very good. I had a margarita pizza with meatball that was delicious. And I'm from New York, so I have, I kind of have high standards for pizza, and I was pretty impressed with it. It was very good. And then again, you know, we just kind of shopped around Disney Springs, got to go to World of Disney and just take it all in. And we then went to the house. We got to see the amazing retreat house. It was themed, but not over the top, like in your face, too much themed. Some of the rooms were all out themed, but again, not too much. It was really well done. There was a Star Wars room, a Stitch room, a Harry Potter room, a Mickey and Minnie room, a Frozen room. Um, And then a few kind of more mature, if you will, rooms. And we all got to have our own room. We all had our own bathroom, which was really nice and is always so appreciated. Um, And it was just a beautiful house. And they had this really cool, like, castle mural. So we got to take some fun pictures in front of that. And that was just kind of like the backdrop to a lot of the work that we were doing, which was fun and just really brought in the magic. Um, And then there was a pool, which was, it's always fun to have a pool. I'm a big pool person. So Kate, who ran the retreat, Kate Apple, she did a great job. The house was perfect and everyone was super, super excited with their room. Um, And so we had a fun, just kind of like smorgasbord dinner the first night of a charcuterie with Mickey shaped cheese and oh my goodness, delicious homemade guac. Um, and just a bunch of other fun things that just kind of made it feel like a a good way to get settled. Ashley Showstrom did the food for the retreat and it was absolutely delicious. Everything we ate, like each thing was better than the next. So it was so, so good. And then we had our opening circle and I'm not going to get too deep into a lot of the work that we did because I like to keep it sacred. But it was really cool to see, obviously Kate was leading, but to see my girl, Lainey, who was support for the retreat and doing a lot of the inner child healing. And one of the things that she did in this opening circle and ceremony that I thought was so wonderful, and I've actually really leaned back into it myself since the retreat, was helping us to establish an anchor point and to really keep calling on this anchor point throughout the retreat at any time 
when, you know, if we were feeling a little overwhelmed or emotional or taken back to a traumatic memory or anything like that. Um, and I really enjoyed that. And so I, again, was just so excited to see she's someone who I've known now for a little bit and to be able to see her in her power in this way was just really, really cool. And oh, it was just a beautiful experience. And then we had kind of like a little slumber party and watched Moana and just talked and got to know each other. And it was just a really nice way to kind of anchor in that first night and very low pressure and very just friendly, fun, warm vibes. And we had popcorn and tons of candy. There was candy there all throughout the retreat, which was so fun. And just again, just really helped us tap into that inner child. It was an inner child healing retreat. And so Kate had candy everywhere. She had chips. She had bright flowers, fresh flowers everywhere. And again, it was just a really fun, it felt like a sleepover party from back in the day. So we then went to bed early. Everyone was exhausted. I know I had gotten up at like 4.30 or something like that that morning. Um, And so then we were moving into our second day on Thursday. And this was really our healing day, kind of like our heavy healing day. Um, And so we started the day with breath work led by Lainey. Um, And I love breath work. It's always just a nice way to tap in. But she led us through this bee's breath Ramari, I believe it's called. Um, and that one I had never done before and I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm curious if you're listening to this, if you have experienced, if you've in general, if you've experienced uh, breath work, but especially if you've done this bee's breath and what your experience was, because I really enjoyed that. And then Lainey led us through an inner child hypnosis and we got to use a lot of essential oils and really just ground into our experience and then have just a delicious lunch (laughs) to anchor it in again. Um, And then we did some art therapy and we had a beautiful reparenting ceremony that night that was really, really deep and allowed us to connect really deeply with each other. And we had delicious ratatouille for dinner, again, made by Ashley and we watched ratatouille and it was just so much fun and a great way to get ready for our park day the next day. And again, we were all so on board for going to bed, a little on the earlier side, not nearly as early as I wanted to, um, because we did stay up and have kind of like a game night there. The house has um, a pool table and a bunch of other games and stuff. And so we had a little bit of a game night, listened to Disney music, and then went to bed somewhat early before our park day. So our park day was on Friday. We got super, super lucky with the weather. It was a little warmer than it had been those first few days. And so it was just perfect. It didn't rain. There wasn't even like a cloud in the sky. It was perfect. And we started in Magic Kingdom and then we park hopped to Epcot the second half of the day for Food and Wine Festival. So we rope dropped um, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, which was, I mean, there was definitely a line, but it wasn't too bad. Um, And by that point, we had been able to get some pictures in front of the castle. We had all gotten coffee And I think we probably waited maybe like 20, 25 minutes for Mine Train, which was not too bad at all. And we were all just super excited to be there. Um, Ashley had never been to Disney, which was so much fun. And Lainey, it had been a while. It had been 16 years. And the rest of us are big Disney people. And so it was kind of fun for the Disney people of us to be able to watch um, from, you know, fresh eyes, to be able to go on rides they had never gone on or to just see all of it for Ashley. So that was super fun. 
And then we did It's a Small World. And I'll say some of us did because understandably some people are anti It's a Small World. This song does get stuck in your head very easily. And we had an issue because we had not warned Ashley of just how many dolls were involved in It's a Small World. But it's to me, it's a classic. This was my other favorite ride, my first time that I was in Disney as a child. And so I've always had to go every single time. I don't care if it's embarrassing. I love It's a Small World. And then we went on Haunted Mansion. And I always love Haunted Mansion. It's my mom's favorite ride. To me, it's a classic. It's one you have to do. Um, and we got stuck in the ride for a little bit. I don't know how long. I'm so bad at estimating time. Um, but they did turn the music off, which of course I was disappointed. I would have loved to hear Grim Grinning Ghosts over and over and over again, but I think everyone else appreciated that the music was turned off and it was just so much fun to be back in the park with friends. It had been a long time. The last time that I was there with my friends was when I went with my school in, I think, 2004, maybe 2006, something like that. So it was a while ago. So it was really, really nice to be able to just be back with friends and to just be laughing. I mean, I know there were times that Lainey and I were saying like we were just laughing to the point that we were peeing ourselves. We were just, I mean, on Big Thunder Mountain, I know on Spaceship Earth, there were a few that she and I were just really just, you know, those deep belly laughs. So that was so needed and so, so healing. We then were able to get on to Space Mountain. I think we got a Genie Plus for that. I don't remember. That was what was so nice about this was that Kate did all of the planning, all of the organization of all of that. And so we just got to kind of come along for the ride and go on all the rides and get amazing pictures. I cannot wait to share some of these pictures with you. We had Liz joining us, joyfully Liz, and she took such incredible pictures, both while we were at the house of a lot of the work that we were doing but really at the parks and she got just some really, really special ones. So I can't wait to share those with all of you. And she just knew all the spots. So we were able to get some really, really, really cute ones. Um, <clears throat> speaking of somewhere to get good pictures and just a classic ride. And again, this is something that I think a lot of Disney people will tell you the people mover. So we were able to do the people mover that is right over by space mountain. If you're not a huge Disney person, and you can get some really good pictures of the castle. You can get pick good pictures of um, Tomorrowland in general. People Mover is where it's at. And it's just a classic. And you get to see inside a Space Mountain, which is cool. Then we went on Pirates of the Caribbean, another classic. To me, you have to go on Pirates, especially for the smell. I'm obsessed with the smell of Pirates of the Caribbean. And of course, at this point, I was sitting with Ashley, who had never been, and I'm telling her all about how the smell is because the water in Disney is not cleaned by chlorine, but it's cleaned by a different chemical and blah, blah, blah. And she was saying, well, it feels like I have my own tour guide. And I was like, well, that is literally my dream <laughs> because I am obsessed with Disney. And to be able to kind of share that with someone who wanted the information as a 5-1 projector, it was everything. So I was like, yes, this is so good. And just to be able to be on that ride and again, soak up all the smells and got some fun content of that too. So I have so much that I'll be sharing in the coming days. Then we made our way over to Big Thunder Mountain. And on the way, we got to see my country bear jamborees. Some of them were out and that was super fun because they're not always out these days. So we got some fun pictures and videos of that. And then we made our way over to Big Thunder. And again, that's where Lainey and I... <laughs> We're really almost peeing, laughing. We, I thought that there was, 
I could have sworn that there was a camera that took a picture on Big Thunder Mountain, but apparently I was wrong. And so we were trying to make ridiculous faces for the camera, but we didn't know when. So we were just doing it the whole ride and we were hysterically laughing. So that was so much fun. It's been a while since I've been able to just kind of like have that freedom to just be so in the moment and laughing like that with a friend. So that was really good. And then we took the monorail over to Epcot. So I had Epcot is my absolute favorite, but I had never been for Food and Wine Festival and I had heard such good things, but it was, it, I don't even think it did it justice. <laughs> I mean, I've gone for other festivals and they're always fun, but food and wine just had all of these adorable stands set up for all of these other countries. There was one for Ireland. There was one for Spain. There was one for Greece, Brazil. There were so many. And so to be able to have that many more countries represented visually in kind of the architecture of the stand but also in the food and the drinks and the experience it was so epic it was so much fun and we just ate such good food and drank such good drinks and I had so many things that I haven't had in so long and it was just like coming home I absolutely love Epcot I will say my favorite restaurant in Epcot we didn't get to eat at. I don't even know if it's open. I know for a while after COVID, it was not open. So I'm not sure if it's open yet, but Restaurant Marrakesh, it's the sit-down restaurant in the Morocco Pavilion. To me, they have the best food. They have belly dancers with live music. So it's a whole show and it's just, you feel really, truly immersed like you are in Morocco. It's just so well done in there and the people are so kind and it just is such it was, it's a beautiful experience. So I love, love restaurant Marrakesh. We didn't get to go again. I think it may not even be open, but I'm not positive, but I did get to have some Moroccan food from, I'm not even sure if it was from Spice Road or if it was kind of like, it looked like it was set up more for the festival to be able to feed more people at once, but I'm not sure I had never eaten there before, but it was very, very delicious. And I had a really good cider there. It was a ginger turmeric cider, hard cider. And it was delicious. It was really yummy. And we got to go into China and have my Tipsy Ducks in Love, which is the strangest drink in the world. It just kind of has everything mixed together, but it's delicious. It's, I want to say it's iced coffee, iced tea, chocolate syrup, milk, and whiskey, <laughs> something like that. So it sounds like a really random mix, but it's delicious. And it was fun because a lot of the other girls had never had it before. So I had been telling them about it and I got one and we all split it and got to try the Tipsy Ducks and Love drink. And then we went to my absolute favorite drink in Epcot. We got the avocado margarita from La Cava del Tequila in the Mexico Pavilion. This is my forever favorite. I could spend the whole day just drinking avocado margaritas in Epcot and just staying in that pavilion. It's so beautiful and so immersive in there. Again, you kind of forget where you are. And this margarita is just so well done. I'm not even a huge avocado person, but something about the avocado makes it so creamy and it's not too sweet, but not sour. It's just delicious. And again, I had been telling everyone that they needed to try it. So we all got each of these for, I was like, I'm not sharing this, this one I'm having myself. Everyone else can get their own. So everyone got their own and everyone was saying how much they loved it. And I was like, I told you, I don't know what it is, but there's something so delicious about this avocado margarita. Um, and then we went over to the creations shop and did some shopping and the, I had not shopped here before. I think it used to be Mouseworks or something like that. It used to be something different the last time that I was there. 
2018. And honestly, the last few times I had gone to Disney, I really don't think I bought any merch for myself. I had felt like, oh my gosh, it you know it can be so expensive going on a Disney trip. And this time I purposely going into it had said to myself, I want to spend about X amount on food and drinks outside of what's provided through the retreat when we're at Epcot. And I want to spend X amount on gifts for myself and for others because why not, right? If you're going to do it, I feel like you might as well do it and just plan for it. But if you're going to go to Disney and you're going to spend what it costs to go to Disney, you might as well get the things that are going to help you remember that experience. Because yes, you can buy Disney things online, probably for cheaper than you would in the parks, but it's not the same as buying something in the moment with your friends. I ended up getting a matching sweater with Lainey and a matching sweatshirt with one of the other girls, Victoria. And so now every time I wear each of those sweaters or sweatshirts, I'll think about them and I'll think about the experience. And that's different, right? That just adds something special. So that was fun that we were able to do that. And then Lainey and I wore our matching sweaters and went to Spaceship Earth and just, again, had so much fun. We, the two of us just always just started laughing until we're crying when we're together. But we just had so much fun, especially at, if you haven't done Spaceship Earth in a while, they take a picture of you in the beginning and they basically put your face on to a body at the end in this experience that you have kind of co-created with them by making some choices on your computer screen about things that you like and what you'd like to see in your future. And so when we saw this, we were just cracking up because we had tried to make the faces from earlier. It was a whole thing, but it was just so much fun. And of course, we then were almost late for dinner, but we were just having so much fun. We didn't even care. And we were just crying, laughing the whole walk over to the France Pavilion. And we did dinner at Chefs de France, which was delicious. We had a great experience with our waiter. He was so cute. He got us a bottle of champagne and, and just the way, the whole presentation of how he gave it to us. It was like so adorable. So we had a great time and just had so much fun. We had so many laughs just being together and really getting to feel like we were little kids again. So it was just such a perfect park day. And then our fourth day was the Saturday. It was kind of our integration day. So we were able to take it slow. We all slept in a little bit. We had Mickey waffles made by Ashley, which was adorable. You know, we went in the pool. Lainey did some Reiki, which was fun. Um, we did again some more art therapy. And this time we did, we painted. And it just reminded me how much I love painting, <laughs> even though I had always told myself I wasn't good at it and that, you know, I never make the time to do it at home, but every time I do, I have so much fun. So that was just really, really nice. And we did this beautiful visualization meditation. And a lot of times visualization meditations are challenging for me because I have a fantasia, which means I'm not able to create pictures in my mind's eye. I don't see them. I can know, I can know what they look like, or I can kind of feel into what they look like, but I don't actually see anything. <laughs> And so I really appreciated that both Kate and Lainey, as they were leading us through these visualizations, this hypnosis, these healings, they were really mindful of that and the language that they used. And they would say things like see or feel or know that there is this, you know, image there, um, which felt really inclusive and just made me feel like, okay, yes, I can still do this even if I can't see it. Because uh, sometimes otherwise visualizations can kind of get lost on me. It can kind of feel like, okay, this isn't necessarily working for me or this isn't for me. 
that night we had a really sacred ceremony uh, with this Silver Linings Wishes water. And so Silver Linings Wishes, if you've never heard of us before, is this amazing wish paper that was created by Colleen Ann Mayer. I think that's how you say your last name. But she's a friend of mine who's also from Long Island. And she created this beautiful wish paper that dissolves in water. And so you can write, there's different types of the, this paper. There's paper that helps you release if you want to write things that you want to release. There's paper that helps you manifest if you want to write what you're manifesting, what you want to remember, what you want to heal. So many different beautiful versions of this paper. And so we use this throughout the whole retreat and just had this really, really sacred ceremony with the water on our last night together, which was so beautiful. And then on our last day, on the fifth day, we released that Silver Linings Bushes water back to the earth in Orlando or really Davenport where we were staying. So it felt like we were able to kind of give our wish water back and stay connected there and to connect back with the earth and the water and the elements. And that was really special. But before we did that, on our last day, we had a super, super powerful Disney soul flow that Kate led and Lainey. Lainey was also helping to lead. Um, but I know originally it was going to be, we were going to do that the night before and we really kind of went with the flow with the schedule and it felt more like maybe we want to save that for that last morning before we left. Oh my goodness. It was so powerful. We were all like bawling at different parts. We were singing out loud. You know, at one point I roared like it was a whole, it was a whole vibe and it was exactly what we needed to close out the retreat. We did a little closing ceremony and then, you know, we released the water and we went our separate ways, even though, you know, I know we're continued to be connected and it's yeah it was a really really beautiful experience I came out of it with so many lessons and again so grateful for the time that I've had this past week to integrate and to process and the way that I've allowed myself to go slow and to not try to do all of the things to to let myself really be in this um in this different phase of allowing this new version of me these new stories to make sense in my world and so it's really been an interesting but wonderful week or so since I've been back um, and I'm excited to bring this to you this episode because I just announced that I am hosting my own retreat I'm going to be co-hosting this with Emily Patricia and we're going to be doing it next September up in Salem Massachusetts <laughs> so this is really a sacred remembering experience. It's going to help you connect with sisters, with your ancestors, and with yourself primarily in the place where they tried to silence us, in the place where they tried to let fear overtake love, right? And so to go back to that place and to remember our magic, to learn how to embody our magic and to just connect really deeply, and to be super trapped in. And it's going to be so, so, so special. Emily is from up in the area. And so she has a bunch of really cool connections up there. And so I'm just really, really excited. And I know she is too, to bring this to you and to call in the right group of women who are ready for this and ready to go big and who want that connection. And so it's going to be September 27th to the 30th next year, again, up in Salem, Massachusetts. 
And if you want to get on the wait list, the wait list is open. You can go to my website, kittypackman.com and click Charmed Embodiment Retreat. Or you can go to the link in my Instagram bio at Kitty Pacman, K-I-T-T-Y-P-A-C-K-M-A-N. Um, the link is there if you want to sign up for the wait list. If you're on the wait list, you'll be the first to know when the cart opens up um, as well as you'll get a discount. So it helps to be on the wait list for sure. Um, this is going to be a very small group for this retreat. And so I do think this will probably sell out quickly. And so if you're interested, it definitely makes sense to get on the wait list. So you can be one of the first to know. If you have questions, feel free to message me on Instagram, either on Spiritually Ever After or on Kitty Pacman. But I am very, very excited to bring this to you and excited because this is like over a year in the making. And once I knew that we were bringing Emily on board, the whole thing just, it just gave it just a whole new life. And so I'm really, really excited to bring this. So again, until next time, if you have any questions or anything, please message me on Instagram. I'm also, I have a few spots left for human design readings. I'm going to be closing those at the end of this year. And then I'll only be offering that in my one-on-one ongoing mentorship. So if you've been wanting to book a reading, now is the time. I have a few left. I think it's maybe six or so for the rest of the year. Um, So you can find that link in my bio on Kitty Pacman as well. Or you can message me and we can figure something out in terms of a date. But otherwise, I thank you for being here. I hope you'll join me in my next episode. I have something very special coming. And if you enjoyed this, we would love if you left us a review. And again, follow us on Instagram to kind of stay up to date. It's spiritually underscore ever after. And we are spiritually ever after on TikTok. Until next time, see you real soon. Thank you for being here and listening. If you loved it, leave a review and or share and tag me. I would love to connect with you. I'm spiritually underscore ever after on Instagram and spiritually ever after on TikTok. See you real soon.